Every one of you listening right now, hop in Pierre Gasly's <laughs> DMs and just send the link to Pitstop. Do it with everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. It doesn't matter what time it is because you're tuned in to the Pit Stop Podcast with Fab and Jake. Welcome back. It's Thursday. Guys, thanks for tuning in. It's been a great week. Me and Jake have been catching up with all things Drive to Survive. We binged about four episodes last night, didn't we? We did. And it's been freaking awesome. So we're going to recap a little bit on that. And uh, bring you guys your daily dose, or weekly dose. Yeah, whenever you watch this. But I feel like we should probably also add... It's race week! It's... Uh, race week, It's baby. race week. The moment we have been waiting for is finally here. This weekend, Bahrain. Bahrain Grand Prix. We will be discussing who we think will win. We'll be giving you our final predictions and we'll also be introducing our new game where we pick the top three drivers for every race and you guys can get involved at home. You can indeed. It's going to be even more exciting than it has been. I just can't believe it's finally here. Like, we wanted to do this podcast from the end of last season and the planning has come to us now, finally doing it. And it's fucking race week let's go it's race week this is our thursday episode and the next episode you hear from us will be our race summary it will be filmed straight after the race we're gonna film the qualifying we're gonna film the race we're gonna have content everywhere on all our socials but thank you so much to everyone who's been following the podcast we're still fourth in the charts which is absolutely unbelievable i have i love the way you you shout it it's just so loud (laughs) i have to move away from the mic because i'm belting from the top of my life I have no idea I was still fourth, but those of you listening right now who have listened to multiple episodes, if you haven't yet, click the follow button on the podcast, no matter what app you're listening on, please do click that follow button, click the five star review rating because it really does help us out and you guys are amazing. So thank you so much for all the support. And yeah, we just binge watched Drive to Survive yesterday. Mm, Man, it was good. That last episode. Like, your girlfriend, Leah, came in, and she doesn't watch F1, but even she was buzzing about that last episode. Yeah, it's completely changed my perspective on so much. I've never... Because we've never watched a season of Drive Survive after watching the actual races, because obviously we binged all the old ones, we only started watching this season. Everything made more sense. Like, we knew what was going on a lot more, but we didn't know about, like, the rivalries or things going on within teams or what was going on personally. So to watch Drive Survive was really interesting for us us this year. It's actually changed your perspective on a few people. On a few people, yeah. I mean, to start off with, Yuki, man. I know. I can't believe believe I'd be ripping him saying Yuki at the first corner. I fucking love Yuki now. Yuki is hilarious. I want to get him on the pod. He's always talking about going for a poo. (laughs) I love the way he's absolutely ruthless. His language is as bad as ours. Yeah, he seems like, um, it seems like him and Pierre have a good, I think they're perfect to he's so little but he's got such a big personality Mm. like taking him seriously like really seriously when he's like shouting and swearing at you would be really weird I think those relationships have a direct impact on the performance of the drivers because I suppose you've never really had like a normal job like you've always done YouTube and that but like when you work in an environment with other people if you get along with those people you perform better simple Mm. as that and we spoke about this with Ferrari 
on the last podcast, I think, about uh, Charles and uh, Signs, like having a good relationship and it benefiting yeah. the team. And we saw it because we spoke about this yesterday. Lewis Hamilton appears to have a really good relationship with his personal trainer, I think it is. Yeah. They just seem to get along really well. And the whole unit that is Mercedes just seem to do, they just seem to get along really well. And that's, I think that's a good working environment for a team. It gets the best out of the drivers. Yeah, definitely. I, I think it's just changed my perspective so much because there's so much I didn't really understand. We've also started to like drivers that I'd never really thought about before. Like, you've obviously always loved Alonso, but then Ocon looks like a right legend. Like, yeah. watching Ocon and Alonso together was nice. Like, I like the way Alonso was saying how he teaches him things and they talk about things and he gives him advice. Like, that's when I can really see the dynamic of why it'd be beneficial to have, like, a legend and a young gun Bit of a chewer. together. And I can see where that would really work. And also, the first thing we need to get into is we watched that race where George Russell smashed it in the rain. I hadn't seen that before. I had no idea that George Russell went out there and battered it in the rain. Really? I had no oh, idea Oh, sorry, happened. Russell. I, I, yeah. For a second, I thought you were talking about Lando crashing. No, that race we watched last night where Russell just batters it. Yeah, he was like 400th of a second quicker than Hamilton. And he just went, I'm going to go for it. And he did that in the Williams in a rain. That shows you a driver who is committed and mm. got the ability in the conditions. I think I need to go on record right now and just clear up a few things that are floating around. Everyone seems to be <laughs> chucking me a load of hate for uh, putting Russell in 10th on the predictions. We put our prediction posts out on Instagram and people finally were able to comment back. And uh, yeah, you have had a bit of hate for Russell 10th. A little bit of backlash, but it's nothing I can't handle. <laughs> However, I would just like to say, I don't dislike Russell. I've got nothing against Russell. I think he's a good driver. And actually, after watching Drive to Survive, I do like him more than I did before. But I never disliked him. Yeah, and I give you the benefit of the doubt because it's the same as me. We genuinely had never watched that race or seen Russell done something amazing. How are we meant to know how good he is? But after watching that, do you feel like if you'd done your prediction today... You don't have to say where it'd be, but do you feel like if you did it again now, he wouldn't be 10th? Do you think Prob it'd be a probably, lot higher? Probably. Not a lot higher. I'd still... I, I will say I'd still put him f like fourth or fifth. Interesting. If Ferrari performed the way that I hope they will yeah. this year. But one thing I will say is that I think it's a good move from Mercedes because regardless of how... I mean, obviously he's good at racing, but regardless of that, I think he's just a good advocate for the sport completely agree he because he's Mercedes. yeah he's like i mean him and lewis are both british so they're both flying the british flag which i think is cool and he's a he's like a he's like a gentleman george russell <laughs> he is do you know a gentleman. what i mean he is and he actually i like george russell because he went to that race dressed as the kingsman didn't he Did you, from the kingsman film did you see the photo he was like all suited up and he promoted the new kingsman film oh yeah and i thought that was sick because i've worked with King's, kingsman film before as well right so i've done the same thing got all suited and booted like done that so when he did that and i did it for the first kingsman so i saw that i thought that was cool but yeah it was also gutting seeing the clip in drive survive where toto has to tell bottas i've been told to make sure i say bottas apparently it's annoying when i go bottas 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 so bottas the clip where Toto tells him he's going is sad because you just think he really was amazing for Mercedes. Like he's been absolutely incredible with them winning all them constructors. You do kind of wish he had got a world championship, really. He's one of those people I feel a, a bit of like heartache for because he's clearly a nice guy. Mm. And 
was kind of coming to terms with the fact that after being with Mercedes for five years, he's not won a championship. Yeah. And he knows that he wasn't going to. And he was saying, me leaving Mercedes now is probably a good time. Who was the other driver we watched last night on Drive to Survive where our opinion changed completely? We were like, wow, they're lovely. It was someone that we thought was a dick. <sighs> and then out of nowhere, they were really, really like just the nicest person ever. But then you can never really tell. This is why Drive to Survive is amazing. Is because it's, I think about this in other sports. Like, I know in, I don't want to cross everything over to football. I know the majority of people here might not watch football. But they have a thing called, um, it's like Beyond All Limits, or I can't remember what it's called. It's probably, it's not called Beyond All Limits. I can't remember what it's called. It's on Amazon, and it's a thing where they follow football teams. And uh, they're doing Arsenal this year, and I support Arsenal, and I can't wait to watch that. But the fact they do this is, is is the same as them following like every footballer around every day in their afterlife. Like I'd like when they go home after training. I'd love to see that. Mm. And what makes it so interesting is that there's just so much you wouldn't possibly know unless they filmed it. So much more makes sense. Like that one race where Verstappen was ill when he a Jeddah when he crashed into the started to get the track names right mm. now. Let's go. Well, well done. Yeah, in Jeddah he was ill. Like, and you can see it. He looked pale as anything. I, do you know what it was? I don't think he was ill. I think it was nerves because they were because uh, it was like the second to last race. And I heard um, Christian say to him, "Like, are you feeling like that again?" Oh, really? So I thought he was actually ill. He looked really pale. He just felt like a bit. He was like, "Do you feel like you're gonna throw up?" And he was like, "No, I don't feel like that again." So I think before he's just maybe had been a bit nervous. I don't know, but. Yeah, trying to perform when you feel like that has got to be Mate, tough. that limits, that speed, that's got to be so tough. I watched that, when we watched that lap again, that qualifying lap, if he had pulled that qualifying lap off, yeah, he was in. Been, he was in for an absolute blinder. It was just unbelievable. It's mad, I've just remembered what Buxton said about, um, you know, sometimes you need a piss while you're like driving, but like sometimes uh, the water spout that they drink from, sometimes it just doesn't. There's been times where it hasn't worked. That's the one thing I was going to ask, Will, but I didn't ask. You said that they piss in their suit. If you need to go, mate, you need to go. Where else are you going to go? Do you actually think they piss in their suit? Well, yeah. I mean, you'd think they would probably drain the lizard before they get in the car. <laughs> but... They don't have like a, like a tube. Look, if it's for the world championship, I'd take a shit in that suit. I don't care. True, I'd shit in that suit. I'd do anything that I could to win. Let's try and find out if any drivers have ever shit in their race suit. If I reckon Yuki has. Yuki's done a dookie in his <laughs> pants. <laughs> Yuki's done a dookie in the Tory. And I've just remembered actually who the other person was who we changed our opinion about. It's who? Mazepin. And Mazepin fucking oh, sucks. Yeah, that was it. For this whole time. I have to tell you about my prediction at the end because I've changed the Mazepin tattoo one because he's gone. But this whole time, like, we've been saying, oh, we like Mazepin, you know, we thought it funny that he was last and we wanted him to do amazing. But then we watched the episodes this season and he does come across like a bit of a dick, doesn't he? Like, I didn't like the way they were like, swap the cars, his car's better than mine. Like, why on earth would a team that are trying to not get absolutely fucked this season give one driver a car worse than the other? They're just not going to do that. They're going to make both cars as good as they possibly can. And then his dad going up to Gunther. No one gets to talk to Gunther like that. 
No one gets to go up to Gunther and say, we're going to put our money out if we don't make his car better. Gunther's a king. Just don't like his stinky attitude, mate. He's got like the that. attitude of like a kind of a spoiled kid from a rich family. I completely agree. Uh, maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm going to get kidnapped by the Russians next time I go out of the house. But <laughs> I do think that, no, yeah. It changed my opinion. I, I wonder if it changed anyone else's opinions. But yeah, really. I did. reckon everyone at home already fucking hated him. Yeah, true. A lot of people did message us and be like, I know you guys like Mazepin, but have you seen this or have you heard about this? And we didn't know about this stuff. Mm. So that's why watching this season was so key for us. I did see that one little moment in the uh, Drive Survive yesterday where the Ferrari drivers were battling. And you, you know, do you know what, what bit I'm on about? In one of the races, they were like battling. And that one little 10 second segment of them like battling on track as teammates makes me go back to what I said last week. If they are good this season, I think they're going to go from being best mates to rivals so quick. I really, really do. That's going to be a crazy battle, mate. Yeah, it's I think that's going to happen in a few teams, though, because if you've got Russell in that Mercedes... It'll happen with any team, mate. I mean, Russell they all, all want to win. If Russell knows he's quick... There's absolutely no way that Russell isn't... I don't think Russell is going to waste any time. Like, I don't think they're going to be able to say to Russell, yeah, let Hamilton through. Hamilton, no if way, Russell's mate. quick. Hamilton, Russell is going to want to smash it to the front. So it's going to be an interesting battle in Mercedes, how they juggle that. Like I think uh, Red Bull have it quite good. I think Sergio Perez is really is a really good driver. I don't think you can make any judgments until the season's gone on a bit. Like Let's say we get halfway through the season... And it's looking like Hamilton's not going to win it. Then I think Mercedes will give Russell free roam to to just go for it. But yeah, it, true. If, if he's up the top and Russell's down in third or fourth, then yeah, a game plan. The Mercedes will be like, let him do his thing so he can win it for us. Yeah, I completely agree. And with every team, you don't really know until it starts. I do think Red Bull have a great dynamic in their team. When we watched that back again last night, Checo's defending on Hamilton, mate. Oh, makes you want to cry, man. It oh. gave me massive goosebumps watching that that replay of just how that all happened. Because you got to think, the World Championship wouldn't be Verstappen's without Checo. Arguably without Michael Massey either but it wouldn't be his without Checo no way Checo brought him back into that race he saved the whole thing he brought back the whole gap like if he he hadn't got behind him then and caught up what would have happened when I personally don't think it would have been much different well no I guess it depends what angle you look at it because Verstappen was still he in still second. would have been behind Hamilton and he would have caught up after the TV yeah but it might have changed the, the times that they pitted right because Verstappen got into the pits but Verstappen may not have pitted, or I don't know what would have, what could have happened. But the way it planned Either out, way, it was blinding driving from, from absolutely Sergio. insane driving. And also, it, it's quite hard following the drive survive from this season when you didn't know much about Ricardo. Like we didn't really know much about Ricardo, to be honest. And it seems like he really did struggle in the McLaren this year, like getting back to form. He did win a race though, didn't he? What race did he win? Monza. Monza. Yeah, and that was amazing to see. We want him to win a one again this season. It was a one-two, so wasn't it? Shoey. Yeah, it was a one-two. Yeah, it was. It was. That's right. They absolutely That's got to be it. such a great feeling, man. Especially for being like a midfield team. And yeah, and that and guy winning. got the tattoo. What's his name? The guy in charge of McLaren? I don't, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> you come on. What's his fucking name then? Let's just call him George for now. Let's just call him Gunther. <laughs> If we start renaming everyone, no one's going to have a bloody clue what we're on about. 
But yeah, it's going to be a great season. Drive Survive was incredible. We hope you guys enjoyed watching it. Don't want to give away too many spoilers. Bahrain. What about it? It's coming up. And I had an interesting conversation with my father. Oh, go on. About this. Yesterday. They've done pre-season testing in Bahrain. Yeah. And they're about to race the track. So they've had their practice. And they've all done like 300 laps each. Yeah. So... I mean, these guys have been racing for years. Some of them, some of them 10 years, some of them two years. One year, zero years. Yep. Guan Yu Zhou. He's a rookie. So it'd be interesting to see. I feel like there would probably be less crashes on a track that they're completely familiar with. Yeah, maybe. There was four DNFs at Bahrain last year in the Grand Prix. That's quite a lot of DNFs for one race. Googling again. Nice. <laughs> I like it. I was only Googling that earlier because I wanted to be able to tell you who won Bahrain last year. I love how much you prepare for these podcasts because I never do anything. <laughs> well, I don't want it to go to complete and that's a shit. So I try and write some stuff down. <laughs> yeah, Hamilton won last year, Verstappen second, Bottas third, Norris fourth. Say that again. Hamilton won last season, Bahrain, Verstappen second, Bottas third, Norris fourth, Perez fifth, Leclerc sixth. And there was four DNFs. And four DNFs, yeah. Two has. Guess who it was. Guess who the DNFs were. Yuki. Nope. Okay. Well, obviously... Yuki came ninth. Obviously, Mazepin. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. definitely. Stroll? Mm, nope. Stroll came tenth. Shit. Yeah. Your boy. Alonso. DNF. No, he didn't. Yeah, he I did. know, no, no. I know Alonso finished that race. <laughs> Do you? Ow. Because I just know. It's not like Alonso to DNF, is it? No. Well, he did. He Two-time world did. champion. Who And also our other boy. Gasly. Gasly. Gasly DNF'd it and Latifi. It must have been a big pile-up. Yeah. And if you're wondering why we say our boy Gasly, you've got to imagine how cool this is for us. On one of my football pages, Gasly follows it and we sent him a message saying like, you got this, replied to one of his stories and he fucking liked it and messaged us back and was like, cheers and said thanks. And I was like, Gasly messaged us he back. He acknowledged me. <laughs> so oh my God. As soon as this podcast gets a few more viewers, this is why we need you guys to five star it because if we can get up the charts a little bit and I can send Gasly a message and say, Look. How about we let them all send Gasly a message. Every one of you listening right now, hop in Pierre Gasly's <laughs> DMs and just send the link to Pit Stop. Do it with everyone. Yeah, every single driver you can. <laughs> we'll really, really appreciate it. Who would be your... We've said at the beginning, I think it was Ricardo would be our dream guest. But if you had to give like two or three dream guests, who would you really want on? Yuki now, because I think I Yuki agree. would be fun. I'd love Yuki on. I think he'd have a great story as well. Like, he'd just have a really interesting story. Yeah, I fucking love Japan. It's like the most amazing place I've been to. Mm. So, I actually think he's a really good driver as well. It seems like everyone else on the grid does think he's a really good driver. But he was a rookie last season, so you give got him, cut him some slack. He might be a lot better this season. Hopefully. Hopefully, if the car's better. Um, I would also love to have... Someone like Sebastian Vettel one, just because he's such some a, wisdom on. such a goat and also like a, seems like a great guy. It would be pretty cool if we could somehow pull the Magnificent off and get Sebastian Vettel and Fernando Alonso on the same episode. And one person. And will ask some stuff against each other. What about people who you don't think would be as good on a pod? Um, I think there's different types of personalities. So I compare a good, I think a good comparison is like George Russell to Verstappen. They're similar ages. 
One is very social media, online orientated. George Russell is a lot more like Lando Norris. They use their online platforms. They do things. Mm, Lando they, they would be work. a good guest. Lando would be amazing. Lando would be the perfect one because he does like streaming and podcasting and videos. He understands it all. But then you've got to look at Verstappen, who's very like hidden away. He's very focused. Um, no one really knows as much what he gets up to. I guess he wasn't in Drive Survive as much as the other drivers. So we didn't get to see as much of him of what he does so we don't know mm. you know he might be an amazing guest maybe just the only clips we saw of him in that environment were him in work red bull work mode because that's the only time they were filming him you know we saw all the other drivers at home doing things so that's why we think they're good but we didn't get to see verstappen in that environment so i feel like his answer to everything that we say would just be like of course i do feel like that of with course verstappen as well i think you'd have to be really good friends with him to of get course him on. do you not he just wouldn't give a lot away i don't think of course that would be boring as fuck. But I would still love to get Verstappen on because Verstappen's a legend. Of course. But you, you've you gone against uh, Verstappen now, haven't you? Because you've gone hard and hard Ferrari for this season. So mm, Hard Ferrari, but um, it kind of makes me appreciate uh, like Hamilton more. Mm, yeah, I, I think Hamilton that. is such a good role model. Yeah, and you view it I differently like to me. You view it differently to me because you have this... You view Hamilton as like such a clean idol driver like this this god of formula one do i well you said yesterday that like he's so clean and he's just such a perfect like figure and he's he got, a, like, yeah he's he is a very clean driver i yeah but then i look at the scenario of max and think but if it's your first world championship you're gonna do everything to win it like i put myself in his shoes and i'm like no matter how much of a nice guy i am no matter how clean i am if you put me in that car and i have a chance to be world championship i'd take anyone out i know you fucking would because i see how you set those laps on on the formula one game you drive across the grass <laughs> i would not want to fucking race you absolutely not when i get pissed off and lose a nose cone and just fly across and wipe someone the fuck out but it makes sense now why the wheels do you remember in like the first episode we said why doesn't the wheel go off it just like hangs on the mm. but now after watching the crashes and drive survive the wheel actually doesn't come off it does do that on the string it does just stay at the front on of the, the car string. on a bit of string flapping around. It's mad how you have all these like scientific terms for everything. Yeah, well, I d I lo what I like to do is make sure I'm spot on with my facts and names because I want people to learn at home. You studied engineering at college, didn't you? Yeah, I did engineering for a little bit. Um, but then... <laughs> you're, you're actually the guy who designed the Halo. Uh, yeah, I used to play Halo for a little bit when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I didn't even know what the Halo was. To be honest, I didn't even know that it was new. I think um, I think it was actually Mercedes who had the biggest hand in putting it together. Was it? Yeah, I think, I think it, it was, was a great, a great thing. When when you look at it now and you look at the speed of it, oh mate, I can't believe it's race week. I know. Just the thought of them lining up on that grid in in any order. Uh, that reminds me of our new YouTube intro. Those of you who did want us to go on YouTube, we have now put a cut-down episode of our question time on YouTube. It's at Pit Stop. It'll be on our Instagram bio, the link, our TikTok bio, the link. Go over there, subscribe. We're going to upload a few on there. Mm. And we're going to do some bonus episodes, some vlogs. If we do get out to the races at any point this year, I'm so desperate to go to a race. Like I've messaged a few more this morning. Have you? What have you yeah. been saying? Just... Write a little message. We need to message some brands. We need to try and get some brands on board. Mm. Let's message Coca-Cola. 
All right, and I'll message McDonald's. Just to, and between us, maybe we'll McDonald's, get some free fries. I'll dress up fries. as a fucking chip just to go. I'll walk round as a. You go as a box of chips, and I'll go as a chip. And, and I'll, I'll keep running. I'll keep running around. after you. The chips trying to get away. Tell so Coca Cola. I'll go as a Coke bottle. I would go dressed as absolutely anything. I wouldn't care less. Just to be. Yeah, it. but I was saying yesterday, if we do go to a F1 race, I want to be like head to toe pit stop brand. Yeah blacked out pit stop if we, if if it suits like get a tailor-made suit with a pit stop logo on it no i was looking so at the cool. french grand prix yesterday at some tickets um i spent about an hour and a half trying to understand what the website said and then realized at the top you can just click eng and turn it all english and they had these beach tickets available the beach and it looks like the miami thing like it's on track but there's like a pool again oh yeah and it was the only one that they have for sale. So if it comes around to it, hopefully we can go there because when is they're it? still for sale. June. Yeah. I mean, if there's anyone listening that recommends a way or a place to buy good tickets and the best place for us to go to like be able to film and like yeah, talk the best to fans stands and, and like because we don't know anything. If you could give us a message, that'd be great. Like I saw at the French Grand Prix, there was a Pierre Gasly stand. Like, that'd be pretty cool because then we could just interview a load of Pierre Gasly fans. Take the camera, take the mic. That'd be cool. Get a load of footage. But we don't know where to go or what to do. But yeah, we definitely want to get out to the Grand Prix. It's going to be an amazing weekend. I'm sure you guys have got your weekends booked off work and ready to watch this incredible season. I was saying to Fab last night, I hope it is just insane and the whole midfield is battling and the whole, you know, up top's battling. I hope it's not a runaway. Yeah, I'm most interested to see just how Haas do. Like, I just want to, I don't really want to see them last. Not that I like them, but I just think it would be a cool change to the dynamic of a race if Haas all of a sudden started doing quite well. Haas will not be last this season. No way. Who is that? No way. Williams. No. No. Do you not think? No. Why? Because I feel like Williams have been in a bit of a trough these last couple Who's, of years. Who at Williams is going to get the points? When you think about that, then you'll see why I've put them there, really. That's, that, was my, that was my thinking behind it. He's there thinking, who the fuck drives Yeah, Williams? I'm just trying to figure out now. Latifi? <laughs> yeah, and Albon. Yeah. So Albon could do all right. Yeah, I agree. Albon could do all right. Latifi, I'm not sure, is going to improve much, really. Um... I'd but, like Albon to do well because they were ripping him a little bit at the Wings for Life event. They were chucking a few gags at him. Right? <laughs> That's another one, actually. Latifi's a lovely guy. We didn't know anything about Latifi, really. Yeah. Until... And he's Canadian. Did you know that? And you've got ties to Canada. I have got Canadian. ties to Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually related to Nicholas Latifi. Yeah, we'll get into that in another episode. It is now time for our first predictions of the season. Our top three scored leaderboard, Jake versus Fab. You guys can play along at home, write it on your notes. The way this works is you have to pick first, second, and third. You will get two points for every position you get right. They have to get the exact position. And you'll get five points if you get all three spot 
on. Me and Fab are going to score this every race Five weekend. bonus points. Yeah, five bonus points if you get all three spot on. So you could potentially get 11 points mm. for one race weekend. Me and Fab also have the extra five points per prediction we got right. We have our predictions like Yuki Sonoda. And we have five predictions quarter. there. And we so have a potential to get 25 points just from those. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. Me and Fab are going to run it throughout the season on our socials. We want you guys to play along. Have you done your first three for Bahrain? I have indeed. I can't so, wait to hear these. Without further ado, let's get stuck into it. Let's do it. For Bahrain, yeah. Yeah. For the first race of the season, this Sunday, where are you going to put your points? Put your money where your mouth is. Right. Bahrain. Mm-hmm. First race of the season. I'm thinking this is the time it's going to be chaotic. Anything could happen because the cars aren't fully developed yet. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I Don't reckon... you dare say someone like Haas. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that like, it's stupid. <laughs> but I, what I will say is... Leclerc first. <laughs> well, that was obviously going to happen, wasn't it? <laughs> Leclerc first. Uh, and uh, Chico second. No. Nope. Che- Chico. No. you got to stop calling him Chico, I've got to stop calling him Chico. It's Checo. Leclerc first. I didn't even mean Checo. I meant the Ferrari one. Carlos Sainz. <laughs> Hamilton second. Yep. Russell third. Wow, you're going for a Leclerc, Hamilton, Russell. Mm. Top three. Yep. Hang on a minute. Oh, that's not far from mine. That's no? not far from... I oh, know it's actually really far from mine. It's completely different to what I was going to do it as well because I forgot. So Leclerc to win, Hamilton second, Russell third. Fab's first predictions. Make sure you make your top three and write them on your notes. My top three... Is Verstappen to win? I'm always going to go Verstappen. Red Bull through and through. You cut me open, I breathe. I, <laughs> I breathe Red Bull. You cut me open, I bleed Red Bull. That's what I was going to say. And I no, breathe. you're a robot. Yeah, we were having this conversation. I'm actually a robot. Yeah, I walked in. Jake was laying on the floor one day. He cut his leg, but then rather than seeing blood come out, there was just a load of cables like sparking <laughs> instead. <laughs> Uh, anyway they're thinking why the fuck is he a robot anyway yeah Verstappen won Leclerc second mm. Russell third where's Hamilton I don't think he'll be up there I think he's going to be shocked by how quick his teammate is and I don't think the first race is going to go to plan for Hamilton Mercedes didn't start the last season that strong and there wasn't a massive regulation change then still got it Bunnell I, obviously, they're playing their game. Not oh, we're not ready. We're going to struggle, but they're actually going to smash it. But I don't think they'll be there right at the beginning. And I think Russell will get closer. Really? I See, really wanted to get Norris in there because Norris came third at Bahrain last year. I, maybe I, I agree with you a little bit. Toto has that James Bond villain vibe about him. Like when he was sat down doing the interview last night and he was like wearing the turtleneck and he's like staring down the barrel of the camera and he's like, we are going to win this weird. He just looks. Everybody has. Everybody has. What does he sound like? Not like that. Uh, do his voice quick. I'm not doing it again. Uh, no. Everybody has a target on their back. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. No, that was, actually wasn't bad. Everybody has a target on their back. That doesn't sound like him. I've got to stop doing we'll these impressions. It. We'll perfect that. Don't worry. No, I agree. Everyone has a target. Toto's gunning. But I don't think they're going to be ready. I personally really do think Red Bull are really far ahead of everyone. I think they're so advanced now. I think they're like the team that are in it. Mm. I think they've got the. Um, they were lacking pace at points, though. They were lacking. They, they were don't... lacking pace compared to the Mercedes. At yeah, some but points. you say you, you you say at some points on straights, but then 
you got to look. I look at that one lap at Jeddah and think if Max did get that over the line on that qualifying lap, then Lewis would have overtook him. Lewis didn't have another chance to do a lap. The times were running out. That was Max's last time. Last time round, Hamilton had already didn't have enough. What time. in the qualities? Yeah, yeah. But I'm saying in the race, if he was pole, Lewis would have got him because he had a faster car. Do you think? Yeah, and if Leti- if none of that controversy had happened in the last race, even if Hamilton didn't cut that first corner, he still would have won it. What about Red- that first corner cut? By the way, that doesn't make any sense to me. Just gonna say that now. I I thought it at the time. There's a load of bollocks. How on earth did Hamilton get away with that? Like, I think, I'm I'm not. I know things went both ways for both drivers. That's but in why that Massey final race let, of the season. That's why Massey was kind of being nice to Red Bull. He literally goes straight over the corner, and then. Doesn't give the gap back and apparently did give the gap yeah, back. Yeah, he was told to give it back, but like didn't. So didn't I don't get what back. happened there at all, really. Well, I think that's the reason why Michael Massey's not a part of it anymore. I think it's a shame, though. I think it's a shame gunning everything on Massey. Toto, we went motor racing. <laughs> that was brutal. What did he say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. What does the Garber guy say? Oh, I can't fucking remember. I can't fucking remember. <laughs> we literally However, binge watch Drive Survive so quick I can't remember any of it. Should we get into our final prediction now? Oh yeah, final prediction of the season. So these are the ones we get five points for. Mm. So a total of 25 points we could get, but they're quite unlikely. You can go first this time. Okay, I've gone for George Russell to win in the rain this season. And that's come from Drive Survive. I was so impressed by his performance in the rain. I think it was at Spa. It's one of those where I'm not 100% sure. Um, whatever track it was at he batted it in the rain was really impressed and yeah I think George Russell will win races this season but I definitely think he'll win one in the rain okay decent you? decent I couldn't just to to go on that quickly I couldn't imagine racing in the rain man no me neither even when I drive down the motorway in the rain and you go you know when you go over them bits of water and you like water slide hydroplane yeah yeah I imagine in a car we do that when we're going like 60, 70 you're probably going bit quicker but yeah you, when, you, when you do that it's scary that like you lose a bit of control imagine doing that at like 108 mile an hour yeah they were saying like a 50 g's or something like when you have a crash into a wall like max had a crash 50 g's like when you're going around a corner you pull like eight or nine g i think really was he saying 50 or 15 i don't really know either way it's not going to feel nice going into no, f- going into f- a wall f- that's f- racing in the rain that would no. be my worst condition to race in yeah like no way I, I wonder whether the drivers like it to be fair some of the further back in the grid and the midfield probably do because they probably look at a rain race and think this is a good chance for us to get points i think that if you're i think starting in the rain would be the worst because one you can't you can't apply as much throttle when you go off the grid but also all the spray coming off the back mm. of the, the cars like we've seen it when they've been going into the first corner and you literally can't see anything because there's so much rain like imagine on your visor yeah so like, true. imagine when we went uh skiing and like you get a bit of snow well, and it turns know, to there water was that day i couldn't see anything wasn't there It'd yeah be like that yeah mad so, like, that's driving in the rain's got to be brutal. Yeah, because there was that clip. It might have been last season or season before, but or it might have even been Schumacher. But there's that clip where the car can't see in the rain, can't, in it, and they go come around the corner and just go straight into the back of the other one. I can't remember what race that is. I don't know. We'll have to strong. find out what that is. I can't remember. But what's your prediction, anyway? My prediction is, my fifth and final prediction mm-hmm. for this year is that Fernando Alonso will win. Hang on. Maybe it's not win. 
Fernando Alonso will make the podium at least twice. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's not going to fucking happen. <laughs> Why? You seem to have this how on earth thing is, against Alonso. How on earth are Mercedes going to do so well this season? Ferrari going to do so well this season? McLaren do so well this season? Red Bull do so well this season, like you've said? And out of nowhere, Alonso gets a podium twice. This is not going to happen. Yes, it will. How? It will. So win that for, race, for a start, all I've, podium, said, all I've said is Ferrari are going to do well. Okay, so there's already two. So yeah. what's the podium going to be? Well, there's 22 races. All right, I'll give you a bonus five points if you can predict one of the podiums, all three drivers, the way Alonso gets it. So I can't give. I can't give you. The, I can't give you the go? track. Leclerc, Carlos Sainz. I can't give you the track. <laughs> no, just the podium. Who do you think will be on the podium when Alonso gets it? I don't think Alonso will win, but he'll get third. I think if Alonso does get third, which is very possible, he's mate, legend. you can't. You can't look at like. I put that with the rain race. You can't look at how good the teams are and then and then just base every single like outcome of the race on that. No, because anything can happen. That's crashes. what I mean. I think if Alonso was to get third, it would be a rain race. Like, I think something would have to go in his favour hard. Don't know. He's driving an Alpine. Mm. Alpine. Not Alpine. Yeah, oh yeah, we have to say Alpine. Remembered mm. that now. Well, let's give you a quick roundup of our five predictions then, so you know what we've got going into the season. We'll post it on Instagram. I need to also say, I did say if Mazepin wins a race. No, if Mazepin doesn't get any points, that was my prediction. But because Mazepin's not racing anymore, I've changed my... Uh, Haas prediction to Mick Schumacher to get a podium this season and I will honour and honor, you're fucking giving me shit about Alonso getting one no but I'm going to honour the tattoo if Mick Schumacher gets a podium I'll get the tattoo with Mick because I, I have to do I can't just wipe Haas out my predictions yeah I completely agree you probably got more chance of Alonso getting a podium you're logic actually no you haven't Mick's got more chance of getting a podium than Alonso off these qualifying times. You are smoking crap. Off these my practice friend. times, without a doubt. I don't give a shit what the practice times say. Well, we'll see. You are We've already got smoking a Ferrari versus Red Bull heavy battle. Crack. Do you really want a battle of drivers as well as Ferrari Red Bull? Yeah. We're going to be sat there on Sunday filming the race, one in a Red Bull top, one in a Ferrari top. We're not even going to talk to each other. I'm going to wear whatever whoever Fernando's driving for. Let's get an Alpine 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 t-shirt. <laughs> All right, one Alpine t-shirt coming up. All right. And what were your five? So here's my top five then. Oh, you haven't given your five yet? Yeah, I've given them. All five? Mm. No. Nah. said them. Did you? Mm. <laughs> Did bad. you listen? No. Has to have a two-minute pit stop. Yeah. Has to finish in the points before the third race. Yeah. Ferrari to win <laughs> the constructors. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Mick Schumacher to drive for Ferrari at some point. <laughs> And win. Oh, well, that would still be good for me. Mick Schumacher to get a podium. And win. And also Alonso to make the podium at least twice. Fair enough. I think we both got some good predictions. We're going to post everything on our Instagram at Pitstop so you can be reminded of everything we got throughout the season. The next time we speak, it will be Monday. The race will be over. We've given you our predictions of who we think is going to come first, second and third. And we're going to record it on Sunday night, so we're going to be absolutely jacked after the race. We're yeah, going to we're be going to put buzzing highlights. about it. It's going to be great. And we're going to film ourselves watching it and post that somewhere. So, guys, there is a plethora we of content. We might even give you a little bit of commentary for the races. It'll probably go something like this. And it's lights out, and away we go. Someone's coming up the inside. It looks like Yuki Tsunoda, and he's into the back of Latifi. Latifi goes out, and Leclerc goes into the wall. <laughs> he just got higher and higher and higher. That's and pretty higher. much what the commentary is going to sound like. So, We're really yeah. good at commentary. Yeah. So if that's what you want to hear, maybe F1 will give us a job afterwards. Two laps remaining. Norris and Carlos signs head and head. 
Who's going to win the battle? They're coming out of the pits. Norris is on wet. And he spins. <laughs> See, do you know what I think will happen? <laughs> Fernando Alonso, you are world champion. <laughs> That's what's happening. Oh, wow. <laughs> Guys, thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you haven't yet, please do give the podcast a five-star rating and click that follow button. It really helps us out. Let's try and get some amazing guests on here. We do have one really exciting one lined up, which is probably the biggest and best guest we could have ever got. We never really thought we'd get him, but that'll be coming soon. So yeah. You can't just say that. Well, no, I like to tease him a little. Oh, it is huge. Let's just say, if you watch Let's- Drive Survive, you've watched a lot of him. Let's just say this. If you thought Will Buxton coming on here was cool... Fucking wait till you see who comes on next month. You won't believe it. But also, we're really lucky because Will does want to come on in the middle of the season and do this again. Like, Will's an absolute legend. I think we should get him on as much as possible and make him our, like, stat guy. Yeah, that'd that'd be be someone that 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 would be really cool, like, once a month. Because I think he's perfect for this. I think he's just an amazing guy. And he's just got a load of banter online yeah, from the w- for the way that he talks. And everyone can see on our podcast that he doesn't talk like that. It's the way they've edited it. Like, obviously, he's talking dramatic. Oh, yeah, he puts it on But they've bit. edited it and left the gaps to make it even more dramatic. But he's taken it like a champ. It's funny anyway. It's yeah, good no. publicity. Everyone loves Will. Great, but yeah, great thank guy. you very much for being here. We'll see you guys on Monday. Give the podcast a five-star rating. Click that follow button. And enjoy the first race of the F1 season. Let's do this, Red Bull! Peace out, homies. Peace out? Are you not going to say go Ferrari? Whoa, Ferrari, yeah. That's a real fucking fan there. Yeah, Ferrari! (laughs) Powered by Spirit Studios. Mmm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com.